This is Seven Sport. Hello and welcome along to TN Talk, the official dedicated podcast all about things Gloucester City. My name's Ryan Butler and I'm joined this week by Liam Pierce, who is Gloucester City through and through, Gloucester City fan, travelled up to Blythe Spartans this weekend and also a familiar face and voice to a number of Gloucester City fans, Mr Joe Hanks. Hello gentlemen, how are we? Alright Ryan, good thank you. Evening guys, yeah, no, very well thanks, you're right. Perfect. So we'll start straight away. The season is here. Football is back. Pre-season is in the rearview mirror. Glossy started the season with a trip to Blythe Spartans. Unfortunately, came away with a 4-2 defeat. The interviews, the reaction after the game seems to be that whilst there's things to improve on, as we would have expected there to be, um, spirited, positive signs as well to come from the team. Liam, I'll start with you. As one of the uh, dedicated souls who made the trip up, as the uh, the fans always do for Glossy, what did you make of the first away day of the season? Um, I think it was good. I think I well, I spoke to Hanksy about it after the game as well. Funnily enough, I said uh, it was a lot better than pre-season. There was definitely a step up, which I think obviously everyone expected with there being sort of points on the line. Um, and I think there was a definite step up in in quality and and it's, well, it's not commitment. It is sort of playing the ball around and getting it down on the floor as well, um, which I think Blythe also did to their credit, um, which was challenging for us at times. But no, I think it was good. I think especially in the second half, we had a, a spell of sort of at least sort of 20, 25 minutes, half an hour where we were really on top and we looked like scoring every time we went forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I know obviously when Harry Williams came on, as as Tim mentioned in his interview as well, um, he, he sort of completely changed the game, was very mobile up front and, and Blythe couldn't handle him. And from your perspective, Joe, obviously you, you wore the armband yesterday. Um, you know, how uh, excited were you to get the season up and running? Yeah, no, I think I sit in it... Um... Obviously, we've had pre-season number of weeks. It feels like we've been back for ages now. But obviously, to get that first game, and typically it's the, the furthest one away. So, obviously, really disappointed to come away with nothing from the game. And um, you sort of work hard all throughout pre-season to try and for that first game and to come away with nothing. But like like you've already alluded to, there were definitely signs that, that are positive. Um, but yeah, obviously, we didn't think obviously get any points. Um, but it's definitely things to work on. Obviously, we've got a whole week now before Bishop Stortford at home. So, um, yeah, we'll work on a few things and hopefully improve and, and look for that first win. Because ultimately, we, we mentioned there about positives uh, as well as things to work on. I guess the the one positive is that if you look at the game, City did react in a way. Obviously, going 1-0 down through the penalty. Harry Emmett is then equalised. And then at 3-1 down, Harry Williams has come on to, you know, reduce the deficit. So I guess the positive is, you know, City did show signs of reactions, but then the negative side is they had to react a couple of times to go in behind. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, uh, we've I've seen the goals back today. Um, they're probably all avoidable, to be honest. But mm-hmm. it's like like you just alluded to that sort of comeback, and we scored quite quickly after conceding, and then quite obviously disappointed to concede so near to half time. And if we'd have gotten it one-one, sort of regrouped, it might have been a little bit different. But um, obviously, yeah, obviously Harry's come on and done really well. Took his goal really well, and. We had a couple of chances. I, I, I should have scored probably at three two header. I tried to be a bit too clever with it, um. So that was frustrating for my part. But um, obviously when you're three two down going for it, the, there was always the risk that they might hit us on the counter, and they did with that fourth, which sort of hit the wind out of us in the end. So, um, yeah, I think that we had plenty of chances to sort of get back into the game, and I felt even at three two, like we were speaking afterwards, we thought that we could have gone on to win the game. So, um, to be in that sort of situation that we're coming away sort of disappointed that. At least we are there creating chances, we're having opportunities, and I'm sure we'll, we'll do that throughout the season. 
and we spoke to to Danny Wright and and Spence who were on previous episodes of the program um and they talked about these sort of games and these sort of uh, occasions being beneficial regardless of the result obviously the players are all going to be traveling up together on the Friday spending a lot of time together um especially when it is a brand new team like this was it still a beneficial trip from that side of it oh definitely um we've got a really good group and um, that's one thing for certain that the lads that we've got are, you know, are brilliant um we all get on really well there was a lot of cards on the bus on the way up um on Friday and on Saturday on the way back um, and even they got to spend some time in the middle of the night with the fire alarm going off at the hotel. So everyone was gathered around in the car park at three o'clock in the morning. So, um, but yeah, look, we, the lads that we've got in are brilliant. Um, things like this, obviously going away together, you sort of get to know a few, some sort of come out of their shell a little bit. Uh, we haven't had the singers rut just yet. We're sort of waiting for a result, I think, after the game for that feel-good factor to sort of get people come out of their shells a little bit more. But the sort of more we get to spend time together, I think that's probably the first time that 11 start to the game together as well on Saturday. Um, so obviously the, the the longer that we get to know each other, um, that, that will obviously help. And obviously with players coming back in as well, it's only going to benefit us moving forward. Who won cards? That's the uh, question. Joe Parker. Um, I don't know how, but everything he touched turned to gold with the cards. Um, so yeah, he had, he had a good day. So unfortunately for myself, it wasn't the best. Oh, well, you have to improve on that, mate. We can't be having, can't be having. Not to say you're a loser, but we can't have people who can't win at cards coming on this program. <laughs> I think I won the first. To give you a bit of context, I won the first game going up, and I won the last game coming back. But obviously, it's quite a long uh, time in between that. So, um, but yeah, obviously, Wrighty won a few. Spence wasn't great. He won a couple. Dozer was terrible. Um, Pinchy won one, then got out. So. Um, yeah, no, it was a, it was a good little good little outing for that. But um, and obviously the sort of getting to know each other on the bus. We've we've been together quite a, a long time now, so uh, all the lads are sort of coming out of their shell a little bit more. And yeah, it was good to see. Are you happy to take a defeat if it means Spencer Hamilton hasn't won as well? He's a little bit of a baby, to be fair. Spencer. Joe wasn't happy. He, we were playing in the in the hotel and because um, Spence was losing and Joe was winning, he used to call it like a friendly game and was sort of calling uh joey wasn't very happy about that but um yeah no you've you got to let them win a couple otherwise they won't play anymore will they so um yeah, it's all fun and games and it's all like hide are you saying you were hustling joe parker I, I, saying? I, I certainly wouldn't say that because he, he he won too many games to be hustled for me to be hustling him so um but no no i, I wish i was but unfortunately not and we mentioned as well that, you know, you wore the captain's armband yesterday for, for Gloucester City. Um, you know, what does that mean to you? Yeah, no, obviously it was brilliant. Um, it was sort of, we sort of, we'll probably come on to it in a minute, but um, sort of walking out and hearing the fans sort of chanting and, and singing throughout the game and sort of hearing them shout and scream uh, and singing our songs throughout the game was brilliant as well. Um, we sort of spoke about it, right? He sort of brought it up last week that when we go in uh, before kickoff, we need to sort of get together and sort of, Go and go up to the fans before the game. We did that yesterday, and it really sort of got everyone going. And sort of, you could hear them, and you couldn't really hear them, to be honest. Um, so that's something we're going to be doing moving forward. Um, so before kick, uh, before at the end of the warm up, the starting team will get together and then sort of go and um, go out and speak to the, applaud the fans before going in, and sort of try and get a bit of an atmosphere going. So, um, so yeah, obviously wearing the captain armband yesterday was brilliant, um, and yeah, it was obviously something I'm always happy to do and look look forward to doing. And what does that mean to to the fans like you, Liam, who you know spend so long on the road following Glossy up and down the country to to get that appreciation even before a ball's even kicked? Must be great. Yeah, it is. It's brilliant. I, that is, we had the conversation funnily enough on the way back um, about that. Is that that is the thing that as a fan, when you're sort of a 
especially sort of a you know a diehard fan who, who goes every week which is not to say that you're any less if you don't um but that's it means everything it sometimes that can mean more than you know if you go up and you get sort of battered somewhere with a score line um that will be something that you terrace away and you go well at least you know it's shown an appreciation that we were there and um you know we said that we like to think of ourselves as um the best sort of pound for pound in the league we don't necessarily have the biggest numbers but as Hanksy alluded to there I think yesterday we did ourselves proud and the lads proud because we we outsung Blythe and they had good numbers there so um yeah no it's it's really nice to have the appreciation back because obviously we we put a lot into it so and and Joe, coming back to, to what you said there about Danny Wright, you know he's a player who has played at a pretty high level. You know, very experienced man. He's obviously been on here talking about how important it is to to get everyone on the, the same hymn sheet. You know, what's he been like for for the change of room and particularly for yourself? Yeah, no, Wright is brilliant. Um, I played with. Well, I, I didn't really play with him. I was sort of at Cheltenham when when he was there when they, at that time. But right, he's been around for for a long time, um, and he's sort of the little little things like mentioning what we just discussed there, bringing up. He, he's brilliant, and he's sort of really good with the, the younger lads as well. Um, it's a good understanding for me with playing with him, sort of talking with him on on the pitch. He, he's one of them that sort of tries to get the lads going as well. So, um, it, yeah, I can't sing sing up right his praises highly enough. To be honest, he's been brilliant coming in, and I'm sure he'll do extremely well this season and, and moving forward. And in regards to the fans, what we're going to do is Tim Flowers did an interview with the media team following the defeat at Blythe where he discussed Harry Williams' impact off the bench in particular and also the importance of the travelling spectators. How pleased were you with the impact that our subs made in the second half? Very well, very well. Harry was very lively when he came on. Good finish, uh, you know, terrific finish and run. Um, you know, he's threatening the air as well. He, he gets up and hangs quite well. He's got, you know, good hang time. To, to get his little nicks and flicks. Um, obviously, Brandon came on. Brandon's strong, got pace. Um, yeah, you know, and at that time when probably they were beginning to fade as well a little bit, you know, we they showed an injection of pace. But, uh, you know, all in all, what we've got to do is, is make sure we defend better. Finally then, just a, a word on the fans who made the long journey up today. Magnificent. Absolutely magnificent. I don't know about the 30, 40 of them at least. Um, I, I really wasn't expecting to see that kind of um, following all the way up here. And, and to be fair, they got right behind us all the way, cut the lads off at the end, which was which was fantastic. I mean, you know, I'm anxious and the local boys that were sort of buzzing off it there. there and, you know, we'll need them to get behind us this year for sure and stick with us. Um, but they were absolutely magnificent for, for such a long trek. You know, a lot of them won't get back till you know, probably probably midnight maybe. And uh, so I'd like to thank them very, very much for coming and very much for, for sticking with us. Uh, and hopefully we can give them uh, some points on the board in the next uh, couple of weeks. So there we go. Tim Flowers talking about the importance of giving back to the fans in the way of points in the coming games. Now, those two games are actually going to be at home with Bishop Stortford coming to the Tiger Turf Stadium, followed by Banbury United. Joe, after a, a defeat on, on the opening day, I know obviously the home games are important anyway, but is it more important because you've lost the first game to look to bounce back at the first opportunity in front of the home fans? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, I think it's, it, going into the new season, you always want to get that first win on the board. Obviously, we haven't been able to do it on the first game, so it, every game we're going to go into to try and get that first three points. So, yeah, we'll be looking forward to, to obviously coming back. For me personally, being able to play my first game back in Gloucester at home will be sort of extra special. I'm sure I have a lot of family and friends there, like I have done already. Um, but yeah, going back to the, the sort of fans at Blythe, I, I don't know how, the actual exact numbers that were there, but 
Um, they were brilliant. We sort of in the bar afterwards, stood outside chatting to them, and sort of thanked them, and all the players were in there, sort of having little conversations about the game, and little things like that go a long way, I think. And hopefully, I'm sure Liam will sort of appreciate that as well. But if we can sort of get some good numbers at home and like sort of kick on the lads, uh, I'm sure that's only going to benefit the boys on the pitch. So um, yeah, really looking forward to to the first home game. Um, hopefully we get some big numbers there and if we can sort of get the boys singing like they were at Blythe at home with more more people there then it's only going to be a, a good thing. Because obviously the first time you were well I say the first time the last time you were at the club uh, you know with Spence as well it was a period for, for Gloss City that you know was still transitional as it always is you know you've experienced the the closeness with the fans how important is that for a club like Gloss City? I think it's huge, isn't it? Um, obviously, last time I was here, we, we were playing at Evesham um, and for the fans to sort of having to be driving that far away for a home game and then never mind travelling like to, to Blythe away as well. It was extraordinary, really. So um, I think naturally you sort of had a close bond with them because you sort of felt for the, the whole situation as a whole. Um, that group that we had, I'm still really close with, with a number of the boys. I still really speak to Tim Harris uh, regularly. Um, it was it was a really good close knit group, and and that's what we sort of want to have again this time around. So obviously we're all coming back. Um, we want to do really well, um, and we're just playing in Gloucester is obviously special for for a number of the lads that are, that are local. But even the boys that are coming in, it's it's a nice feeling. It's a nice envi- environment for them to be playing in, um, and hopefully we can sort of get some good results, get some people wanting to come back and enjoying it. You've seen a lot of kids uh, at the game so far. Um, sort of standing where you walk in and out of the tunnel. They probably have no idea that I played there a number of years. I say a number of years. It wasn't that long ago, but that how young these kids are that are coming through. So it's great to see, and hopefully that they'll keep coming back. And um, it, yeah, it's only going to be a good thing for the city. Has it been what you expected? You know, when you have played at Meadow Park or Tiger Turf Stadium, as it's called now, um, during pre-season. You know, way back when, you know, in your last spell when it was merely an imagination about getting back to playing in Gloucester, has it lived up to that expectation for you? I don't think it'll quite hit until that first game. Um, I remember when we were last, I think Rico took us up to where the ground is now and it was just, it was just a, a load of um, a load of rubble. Um, and it was always like, oh, will we actually ever get back sort of thing? We were playing at Evesham at the time and then obviously for, to see it all progress and happen, it was, um, it, yeah, it was great to see, but, I think the last game, I think I had about, I don't know how many mates turned up in the end, but there was a number of them and they, they all made a pact before that if I scored, they're, they're out on the town. So hopefully um, that will happen a few more times. They they did stick to, stick to their words. So um, yeah, no, it, seeing family and friends there in, in their numbers is great. And it's obviously seeing so many people at the ground that, that you know, it sort of it feels like home and it is home. That is brought me nicely onto the question. You talked about the, the goal. The celebration also did the rounds on social media. Care to explain yourself? I think, uh, well, I'll call him out. Sean Norton, one of my pals, um, told me to do something silly before the game and didn't actually think it was going to happen. Obviously, I sort of kind of forgot about it and then obviously saw them shouting at me in the corner of my eye. So did it and then obviously everyone captured it. So, um, yeah, I'm sure I'll have a few silly ones throughout the season. I know we've done our we've done our gifts now, so I'm looking forward to mine coming out uh, for the goal gifts. But I've got to score first before we can worry about all of that. So, um, yeah, hopefully I'll get some chances. I, I, I'm disappointed I didn't score yesterday. So if I keep getting the, in the right areas, and I'm sure I'll get some chances to, to score some goals. Without giving too much away, do you know who has the best goal gift? Right, he's as interesting. 
they'll get that that's quite good there's a few basically we did it in the bar and all the lads are watching so there was a few lads that were very nervous um very in and out sort of thing um but yeah there's, there's a few that you won't see spencer's <laughs> you might as well explain to... spencer's because he ain't gonna score is he come on problem is you probably will score before me now we said we'd laugh and joke about that um I think um, there's a few that will need explaining when you see them. You'll be like, what's he doing there? But um, yeah, no, there's there's a couple of silly ones. There's a couple of good ones. Um, obviously, we've seen Harry's from ha- the two Harry's already. So um, yeah, it's a good, I, I enjoy it. I, I, I like the idea of it with the club from the club. And yeah, it's, it's only going to good and get that engagement. Times have changed since back in the day. When you, when, when you were prolific at Wadden Road for Gloucester City under Tim Harris, we never had none of this nonsense when Kelsey was the uh, press officer there. No, I know, I know. So, I okay, can you imagine Webby trying to do one of these? He'd just be spitting water, I think, or I don't know what what, what his goal gift would be. But yeah, I can can imagine some of the old boys trying to do this. It'd be quite funny that it's, it's changed a little bit, hasn't it? But um, yeah, no, it's all funny games, it's all lighthearted, and it's all um, yeah, it's all good. I think we obviously you saw the the video that was put out on the on the match day. Um, again, really, really well done. I thought it, it came across really well. It sort of shows what the club are trying to do behind the scenes. So hopefully that will continue. Um, and the sort of the more stuff that we do like that behind the scenes, only going to help the boys on the pitch. And once we start getting these results, then then things can only look up. Because stuff like that, we were going to talk about the the match day preview as well. Obviously, it is a good link into that. Um, you know that kind of thing, that fan engagement in this day and age with social media. Um, you know, we spoke about it on previous episodes with with Spence in particular. You know, some of the reaction to preseason has been quite negative for, for the sake of being negative at times, maybe. Um, you know, to have that engagement every Saturday or every match day that the intention is going to be, you know, just brings that first team a little bit closer to, to the fan base. You know, we talked about how crucial the fans are to, to you guys, but for the club to be, you know, doing things like that from a player's perspective, what do the players make of it? Yeah, no, I think the players enjoy it. Um, we just spoke about all the fans travelling to Blythe and um, sort of the commitment that they have to do that. And obviously for, for us as players, it's us giving it, giving a little bit back, I guess, you, one way of looking at it. Um, I'm sure the fans want to sort of see little things behind the scenes. It allows the fans to sort of build relationships with players. They can sort of see what sort of characters we've got. You can see who's a, a little bit shy, a little bit of a joke, tries to be a little bit of a joker. Um, and then that sort of that, that sort of um, personality comes out a little bit more and it sort of attracts fans to players, doesn't it? So um, look, I, I, I'm really for it. I, I like the ideas that the sort of club are doing with regards to that. Um, you're not going to please everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like everything isn't it so um, no so far I think obviously with what we saw on Saturday that was great um, and I'm sure like you said if they plan on doing that all the time then you, I'm sure there'll be lots of new ideas that will come up I'm sure the fans will chuck ideas in that the club will probably might be able to do so um, it's just all that the whole engagement the whole um, making everyone sort of feel a part of it, um, it is really good and, and, and pleasing to see From a fan's perspective Liam obviously um, you know the last couple of seasons in particular there has been um, again, not I don't want to say criticisms because it seems like over negativity, but you know there has always been the comments of you know some games lost that you haven't even had anyone tweeting the game, you know. So from a fan's point of view, to have that level of engagement that we're getting right now between Gloucester City, not just the team but also the club as a whole, to the fans, you know, how crucial is that for fans to keep up to date with Gloucester City? I think it's massive. Um, I mean, especially for sort of the sort of quote unquote newer fans. Obviously, now we're back in Gloucester. 
Um, obviously, you know, I'm in a somewhat privileged position of obviously that we sort of we speak to people and we sort of we understand what's going on a lot of the time. Obviously, sort of me and Hanksy can chat after a game or whatever. Um, so a lot of the new stuff that's coming out as well is brilliant, as Hanksy says, for people getting to know getting to know the players that didn't have the chance to get to know them when we when we were playing at Cheltenham or at Eversham or um, haven't spoken to them before. So hopefully, it attracts a lot of new fans because um, obviously that's what that's what is still sort of lacking ideally obviously we've got a we've got a 3,000 capacity stadium it'd be amazing to be getting up and I'm not saying we are anywhere near it but it'd be amazing to be getting up close to that um, and then obviously as many people getting behind them <clears throat> excuse me and making as much noise as possible and joining in with the singing um, as much as possible as well which is something that we're determined to grow and how important is it to unite the fan base almost there's always been that fragmentation between the supporters maybe a little bit since the, the club returned to Meadow Park almost the uh, not a differentiation but there's almost that line in the sand comparing the old fans to the new fans potentially there's not you know over the years it's sort of blurred a bit more and everyone's becoming you know used to each other you know how important is it for everyone to make sure they focus on the ultimate goal which is supporting Gloucester City as a club I mean it's huge yeah. every, every, everybody needs to pull in the same direction because obviously everybody wants the same thing which is which is three points on every game day um, which is the most important thing and if as fans we can have a good laugh and a lot of fun sort of while the while the lads are out there uh, out there doing that then that's the most important thing um obviously from from my point of view um as one of the sort of one of the singers and stuff it it the more people that come over and join in with us then the better and you know we make you feel welcome and and you'll be coming away with us you know if you want to as well um you know and we have a great day out so yeah come and join us now ultimately for for Gloss City their next two games as we said are at home uh Bishop Stortford come to the Tiger Turf next weekend following uh in midweek with Banbury before we then come back for the next episode of TN Talk there is that trip to Kings Lynn which is ultimately going to be a, a tough game um, Joe, we'll start with you. Looking at the next three games, with the fact that two are at home, you know how, you know what is the target there? Obviously, we know that you want to win every game. Um, that's you know the sportsman in you. But are you looking at that as saying, you know, if we can win our two home games, then Kingsland's almost a free shot? Um, it's difficult to say, isn't it? Obviously, as if buts and maybes. But mm-hmm. most important games, the first one, um, Saturday. Um, we've got to obviously look at that. What we said earlier, we've got a week of training now um, to sort of try and put the mistakes from yesterday right. Uh, we'll, we'll look at the, the both home games that we want to win and we'll go to Kings Lynn and try and win as well. So, um, yeah, look, it, we're doing everything everything we're doing behind the scenes, but obviously the preparation that we did for Blythe was, you, you couldn't have asked to do more. We've obviously gone up on the Friday night um, training on the th- Thursday. We, we had a chat from Steve about his sort of, um, his, his life experience with the with the Olympics. Um, the gaffer Jan uh, Fleets are sort of putting, giving us all the information that they can to sort of try and help us and obviously Patrick and Nicky are doing everything they can behind the scenes as well so look everything's going in the right direction Saturday the, the next game is the most important one um, if we can get three points there we can start to look forward um, and yeah we just want to sort of try and progress and, and kick on as, as best we can Perfect. And and we're sort of slowly wrapping up this week's episode. One thing I wanted to talk about is news from the, the club that the women have been drawn at home to Sirencester Town in the Women's FA Cup. That's going to be on Sunday, the 10th of September. This is the official uh, campaign launch that I'm looking for Liam and, and Hanksy to get behind me on. Gloss City need to push the double header. I've had a look. I'm nerdy enough to have a look. It is... 
Uh, where are we? So, Gloucester City are at home to Farsley Celtic on the Saturday before the FA Cup game on the Sunday. Club need to push a double header. Liam, thoughts? Uh, yeah, I know we spoke about it earlier, obviously, when I saw you at, at the game earlier. Um, yeah, I think that's a great opportunity to sort of um, just continue boosting the boosting the reputation of the club and boosting the fan base of the club. Um, obviously, you've got two games there that attract, you know, in some cases, different different fans and fans from different backgrounds. Um, I, you know, I don't think it's I don't think it's controversial necessarily to say that women's football attracts um, maybe a different type of football fan than what certainly I'm used to mingling to. Um but, but everybody's welcome down at City. Um, and obviously, the more people that come through, I think if, if as soon as you've been to one or two games, uh, the, the club gets under your skin and you'll want to be back for more. Um, so the club just needs, hopefully, which is what they are doing, um, keep doing what they're doing and, and we'll reach as many people as possible. Would you agree with that, Joe? How important is it for you know everyone to support all of Gloucester City's teams? Oh, definitely. Um, I've sort of seen the, the girls' teams being posted on socials a lot more frequently. I've seen they made a lot of new signs this season. I haven't had, actually had the opportunity to meet any of them yet, but hopefully that will happen soon. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely great. It's great to be. It's great that the club is sort of pushing it as well. Um, and yeah, obviously at all, at all levels and all age groups, and doesn't matter what team it is, we want to get behind them. So, um, so really, really, really good. And the, the last thing I wanted to talk about, Liam, you're aware of what I'm about to say. Obviously, the big news on social media of the last uh, couple of weeks since our last program is the unveiling of the TN Original Supporters Club. There is going to be more information, of course, being released in the coming weeks. Um, we know you're a part of it, Liam. Obviously, you've, you've backed yep. it on social media. Um, without giving too much away, how excited are you for, for what is to come from that club? Um, I'm really, really excited. Um, it's it's something that's been sort of in the pipeline now. There's been conversations going on for a few months um, between a few of us. Um, and as you say, I'm, I'm not going to give too much away. I think that'll be we we can do it. We could even do a dedicated episode to that um, when it comes out and we unveil all our plans in a few weeks. Um, but you might even be able to tell by just my voice that I'm very excited to get that going. I've spoken to Hanksy about it a little bit, both when we had his um, the welcome home evening at the Sword. Um, and then also after games, he, he pulled me the other week and asked me about it. He said he'd seen it on social media, which is brilliant because it shows that we're that we're reaching people. Um, but no, it's going to be a really, really big thing for the club. Um, and hopefully it's going to take then the support and the atmosphere at a game like to the next level. Um, obviously, we touched on the social media earlier and how that's getting really professional. So we're looking at how we can make a really, really professional setup of the fan base now um, and sort of looking at football league clubs for sort of guidance and advice. Um, a shout out to Blythe's Green Army as well, because they've been a big sort of inspiration as well with what they do. Um, and just growing the atmosphere. And as I say, getting as many people in, in the TN singing and getting behind the boys, because at the end of the day, as Tim said, it, it brings points home. Um, and you, you it's an old cliche, but you can suck the ball into the net because I've seen it happen many a time. So, yeah, I don't know if Hanksy wants a word on uh, his excitement about it as well, because he, he, he had a big smile on his face when he came up to me. Yeah, I don't want to say anything that I'll get told off for leaking anything. But no, obviously, I've spoken to yourself. Um, yeah, I love the idea that, that you guys are sort of doing. And again, it sort of shows the commitment from the fans. So it, it's great to see the sort of enthusiasm um, that they've got for the club. Um, and it's sort of obviously for, for us that are playing at Gloucester is it's brilliant. And I, I love love being a part of it. And if I can help in any way, I will do. Um, hopefully, if I have a few shots, you can suck them into the net for me because uh, <laughs> nice. But no, yeah, really, really, really looking forward to sort of seeing what happens moving forward with what you what you got in store. And I'm sure um, a lot of people will be excited with um, when, when the news breaks with what, what's going on. 
And Liam, where can we find information on social media? Where do we need to follow to follow the TN Original Supporters Club? Um, I believe, well, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. Um, I think there's an Instagram being set up if it's not already set up. Um, but Twitter and Facebook are the main two. And it's um, at TN Originals Supporters Club or at T. There we go. At, yeah, at TN Originals SC. There we go. Um, if everyone can drop us a follow and get behind it, because the more people that do, um, the bigger and better that it's going to be. Um, and it's going to allow us to do bigger and better things as well, um, which is only going to be a good thing for the club. Perfect. Liam, Joe, thank you very much for joining us on this week's TN Talk. We are back in a couple of weeks' time, as I said, after Bishop Stortford and Banbury have visited Gloucester and also the long trip for the likes of Liam and all of the supporters to Kings Lynn as well. Thank you very much, boys, and uh, we'll see you on the pitch soon, Joe. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Take care. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit sevensport.co.uk.